0: Hey, just another wonderful episode of Grabbing of the Brisket here. We're one man down. Uh, we're not really sure what happened to John, but uh, hey, best of luck to so, him and his uh, family and his. Uh can
1: we can we just <laughs> stop real, real quick and can can we all say a different narrative of what we think? happened to John?
2: John mm-hmm. did not clean out his trailer. The grease leaked out. He slipped on it, split his head open. He's in the emergency room right now. That's your, we're, we're that's praying, your take. We're praying. That's the only thing that could have happened that he would hey, not have up for.
1: You're so. like, and there have been prayer angels that we have <laughs> on this. and We're accepting healed. donations. <laughs> we have a okay. GoFundMe for John. A lot of, uh, a lot of like hand emojis, James? like hand prayer <laughs> yeah. emojis on James? Uh, lines
0: everywhere. Ooh, what happened I, to John? I think maybe he had, like, a uh, an adverse reaction to, like, a legume or something like that. You know what a, I mean? A legume? Like you just wanted al- to say the word I legume. did. <laughs> yeah. <say laughs> he, he had some type of allergic reaction, so he might— To legume. To, correct. Legume. Yeah. yeah. He, he might be at the hospital. He ate too much legume. I can only uh, imagine yeah. that. I mean, okay. uh, what other what other excuse could it be for him not to be here? I don't uh, know.
3: He,
1: obviously, he's under an allergic reaction. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, we
2: haven't heard he is why is he not here dan
1: uh, so i i had a different take on it i i don't necessarily think that john had a reason why he couldn't make it i think he's just a product of the circumstances that he has in his life right hmm. and 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 i start off with like he woke up this morning he stumped his toe right, right? <laughs> it's like a domino effect <laughs> this is he, one thing after another yeah. today he went in to make a little waffle for the kids and whatever and I don't want waffles, yeah. I don't want waffles. I wanted pancakes. And, and then I and he burnt he burnt the pancakes, <laughs> right? It's <was> like, <laughs> ugh, right? And then and then he he left the towel on the stove and that caught on fire and then and then he moved past that and I I don't know what happens in John's day <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh I just feel like like the case of the uh the Mondays hitting on a Thursday. Yeah, on a Thursday. And, uh, yeah, a yeah. Thursday. and okay. this is John's life right now. John's, John has to go to bed in order to like break the cycle of what's going to happen tomorrow. Because if he stays up, <laughs> it's going to be the Mondays all <laughs> over again. You know what I mean? That's, that's. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Or, I feel, or do you think maybe bad. it's like a yeah.
0: groundhog thing? Like he wakes up again the next day and it just repeats the same day over and over no, again. No, because <laughs> we're too awesome for that, James. Yeah.
1: And like I, I don't think that's even relevant in this conversation. I think John woke up, stumped his toe, and then immediately went to burn the bacon, and then he burned the pancakes, and then and yeah. then he, he the, the towels, you know, whatever. And, okay. you know, he, he just had the worst day possible. Right. And he's like, all I want to do is go home, get in bed, and forget about today. <laughs> and what I want to say to that is, if you didn't have bad days, you wouldn't know what a good day is.
0: I like that. So, very, very deep and thoughtful. There, it's almost like a um, the Ashton Kutcher movie, right? Not sure about that, James. The Butterfly Effect. I never watched that. Oh, I no. thought you were gonna say, "Dude, oh. where's my car?" Oh no, Butterfly <laughs> Effect. Yeah, bro, where's my <laughs> hey, dude, <laughs> dude? Where's John? Like in a bubble bath yeah. right now. It's like what, What's that to uh, like eighties? Calgon. <laughs> yes, Calgon, take me away. Yeah, I don't know. Nah, that's not. Hey, we miss you, John. John. Bro, you need to send a picture of your proof of life right now. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Prayers emojis going out to you, John. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, right. this is Grabbing the Brisket Podcast. Hey, thanks for joining in. Uh, honestly, guys, it goes up, slide over to our website, thegrabbingbrisket.com. That lets you know where we're going to be, all our social medias, and all the uh, the fun and exciting products that, that we're out there uh, sponsored uh, by and and represent uh, some badass drum smokers with smokerbuilder.com. We'll hear from Frank uh, here shortly when we get into Ask Frank. I know we got a couple of questions coming up for him. Um, we do. Uh, how's everybody's week been?
1: No, hold on. Let's gloss over this real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, honestly, yeah, grab the grab the brisket.com. Yes. I there's a block. I Matt, I think you just you just put out your Last post.
2: What was your last post that you put out? That was just recapping, like a quick recap yeah. of the Royal. There it is. But uh, I'm going to start a new one that's going to be inflation grilling. Okay. And it's where I'm going to try to take, like, cheap cuts of things and make it worth eating. That's it. So. It's like, like buying in bulk or are you buying, like, cheap bulk cuts? Bulk or just cheap. Like, like you know, typically before inflation, I would buy ribeyes all the time. Yeah. I'm buying You're less ribeyes nowadays. I'm rich. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So, you know, different, like, cuts of beef and stuff like that. So yeah. that's the so, plan. And, and you're repurposing those, right, into different dishes. Yeah, whether whether I get a sous vide, a $3 steak to make it tender, I don't know. That's that's the kind of stuff I would be doing.
0: So, okay. Yeah. There it is. Dude, love it. Magical. Uh, so it's let, let, <laughs> not that magical, James. Magical. No, you caught me off guard. I think uh, I had a thought in my mind before we went into that. But uh, I was going to ask you, Matt, what happened to your thumb?
2: Oh, I... Cut the tip of my thumb off. Uh, I was chopping bell peppers. It wasn't it slicing flat? brisket, huh? Is it flat? You it's, you, no, you well, made it made there's it flat. A, there's a flap, and it includes my nail and the top part of my thumb. <laughs> did, did but you, I just I flapped it back. You put over it back on and, and, and it, then just band-aided it up. It up yeah. so
1: it'll be there tomorrow. Don't worry. It, it looks yeah.
2: gross and like it's gonna fall off, but yeah. it's on there for now. So you just
1: gotta put the blood back there. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. Once you put the blood back into the system
0: it just lives so uh good luck with that right. <laughs> flat thumb <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> i don't know what if this it says. starts smelling then uh you yeah. know uh, something's wrong there right <laughs> just cut it off and cook it yeah. right <laughs> just <laughs> a little necrosis never hurt anybody it'll be so delicious so tomorrow struggle, struggle <laughs> meal, meal right there he's like I,
1: I i got what do you call it when you get real cold i frost i got that's frostbite right? you know like cut it off you're like put it in the skillet like i sure does smell
2: good you know? uh, that's disgusting yeah mm. <laughs>
0: I'm just saying. Join us next week when we talk about Jeffrey Dahmers yeah <laughs> and yeah. eating people. Yeah. Um, let's jump right into the barbecue news. Uh yeah. it's kind of new for me to go on because uh I don't John usually handles this segment, but he's, he's, so about, to, he's about to be out of a job no. You ever let's
1: notice look, when John does it, he's so solemn about it, like All right, guys, we have the barbecue news and this is not
0: bag on a John episode, news. all right?
1: No, we're bagging on John because John ain't here. All right, right? <laughs> we can do what we want to do. Look right. cameras. Look at here. Look at here. Yeah,
0: they're solid proof going all the way around. <laughs> Look at there, guys. This, this is a studio. Yeah, by the way, can none of these videos are going to make it up live because John does all the editing and he's going nothing is going to make
1: Can we give a big shout out to the Charlie Mike Studios, the Paralymp Podcast Studios right here? Let's go. Hey, Ro, is your mic hot?
0: Oh, yeah, it's hot. Let's go.
1: <laughs> he's right here. He's here to help us out. He's facilitating.
0: Uh, we appreciate you, man. Seriously. Now we appreciate you guys, man. We uh, I I look forward to this every every week. Let's go. All right, that news. All right, so we got the barbecue news coming up. So the the Blue Smoke Blair event January nineteenth through the twenty first. Uh, he's got a barbecue or she's got a barbecue legends class going on. We got Al Goni, Bill Purvis of Chicken Fried Barbecue, Rashid Phillips, Eric Roby. Uh, they're, they're featuring live fire cooking. Reality TV cooking, rub making, competition cooking, and a whole lot more. So this is going to be. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. An exciting are, are we event. cooking anything? Uh, I, don't, I think we're there. Is a uh, no. Nope. Um, I, I got to cook something. We're, we're hands on for sure. We're, we're going to be there. Yeah,
1: I have to cook something. We
0: need to reach out to Erica because, like, I feel like I need this. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need, a, I need to throw down a little bit. Mm. Well, I'm sure Erica is going to hear this, and uh, John's uh, definitely going to get in contact with her. So let's go. Okay. I mean, she did say that, and when John mentioned, it's it like, "Hey, we're we're there, we're we're down. Uh, we'll set up. We'll record. We're definitely going to have interviews with all the people that are out there involved with this." Um, but she also said, "This is uh, uh, basically a all hands type deal, right? So nobody's standing around doing nothing." No, I I, I want to be involved. Yeah, I, I've got I got I some cool ideas right now uh, and some
1: cool dishes that I think we can execute. And one of them is coming off of the um, um, the Houston. Cookoff that where we're at 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 uh, uh
0: um, Houston livestock show and rodeo.
1: Yeah, but I'm I'm trying uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the team, and right now it's eluding me, and I I can't say it only because alcohol just plays a effect <laughs> in this, right? Mm. Uh, but it's it's Castro's team. Uh, Houston. Houston. Yeah, Houston. So th- they had a bone marrow. I'm um, It was i I'm in. It was I'm a, it was a, a yeah. bone marrow pasta mm-hmm. that was like. I don't know, man. Like it wasn't a parmesan. It was so I don't know what it was. It was so good, like, and I I'm thinking about that. I'm like, I gotta recreate that. Mm-hmm. I I have to make my version of this. It was a really good dish, so I I don't know, man. Like I'm have some bone marrow. I may bone marrow. I may grill some out. I may make some pasta. Make a little.
2: Something you know?
0: Yeah. Well, it definitely sounds like you need to try it uh, sooner than than January nineteenth. Yeah, good Don't and bust that, don't start that. Out. that yeah.
2: Don't start that for the first
0: time there in Love front of Alfredo. Oh, I everybody. can do
1: it. <laughs> first time there, I could execute. Okay. Amazing. Do it. it will be don't the practice. best. it will be the best linguine pasta they ever had in their damn life. Okay. <laughs> Just saying.
0: Yeah, I know. I know a place where we can get the bone marrow, and uh, we can go over to Stone Cold Meats here in League City. Uh, shout out to Perry Brooks over there. Let's go. Um, ran into him this past weekend and picked up some beautiful wagyu um, skirt steak or uh, wagyu in, sirloin flaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, flaps which i mean it's beautifully tendered is that the inside fajita. i'm not really sure i got to do some research on where, or is the outsider is the
1: inside right uh,
0: but it's a beautifully marbled piece of meat uh, and it's a resemblance of like skirt steak so i don't know where where that falls in yeah. line i'll i'll do some research try to figure out but uh super tender and and i'm telling you right now dude you can cook this you can cook this well done and it's tender mm. and it's juicy yeah. you're like okay we didn't cook it that way I'm just no, saying for the folks we, out there, we did not cook it that way. We actually cooked it to a nice medium rare, and there were a few folks that were like, uh, "Is that done?" I mean, it was very that that very just soft.
2: It's dripping. The oh tex- yeah, I saw the picture yeah. you sent out, and you're like, "Hey, done or not?" The you know? texture it was, wasn't
0: was it wasn't chewy, but the texture was just very just melt in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, it was delicious, very rich yeah. meat flavor. So yeah. I'm definitely gonna and. and Perry's the one over there to say, hey, this is what I'm going to do tonight. You know, I was like, shit, throw me down for two. So I'm definitely going to go back and try it again. Also, we picked up the, I don't know, the the, the Thor's hammer, the beef shank. Mm. So we got that in the freezer that we're going to uh, thaw out here in a little bit and run that through the gambit as far as throwing it on Johnny and Jude. No, so and,
1: you're like tonight. Tonight you're pulling it out. It's happening tomorrow or Saturday.
0: But I don't know if we're cooking right? it this weekend. Yeah. Oh, you don't know. Yeah, well, we got a lot of shit going on this weekend as far as, like, moving and what have you. Okay. It's, it's still frozen, yeah. so I think we do have a cook coming up where uh, we're doing a catering for some bunch of briskets and John's going to bust out the Johnny and June pit, so I think we're going to put it on there and just do a low smoke for a while. We'll wrap it up. We'll braise it with mm. some liquids. We'll have this thing just falling apart like crazy and just some tortillas and salsa and all that type of stuff, man. It's okay, right it's now, man.
1: Delicious. I feel like this this needs to go with, like, a... It, and maybe I'm wrong, right? You season it up really well, you smoke it, and then you get down to like a wrapping time. Maybe it's like around 180, 190 degrees. Like you don't you you don't want that much time, but you we want probably an hour and a half of wrap time, right? And then you take you almost do like the the French onion um, soup or French onion like what what do you call the uh, the it's like a it's a French onion. Yeah soup right where it has the cheese on yeah, top and just, yeah french onion soup breakthrough right When it has like the onions there's beef and right uh is there beef in there
2: no but mm-hmm.
1: well, there should be right <laughs> so I, i'm just saying like that's that's the thing i'm envisioning right now. if you could you could encase this thing and then put in some thinly sliced onion maybe some soup packages whatever it is some water uh and, and then let this thing braise uh, inside of the packaging, right? Cuz the bone is just like what is it? Like a a foot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh you, you, you let that happen, uh but what you're doing, what you're really creating is like this this badass roast, you know? Uh, I mean, cuz really this is not, not going it's not this is not going to be a brisket. This is not going to be a piece it's not a steak. This is a piece of meat you got to render down and it's right. got to be whatever, right? Uh but the onion, the mushroom, the uh, all of that lends so much to garlic and let that infuse into it. And then, boom, dude, make these almost like these carne, carne asada, right? These carne asada
0: st- style uh, tacos. I, I know where you're, I mean, I see What's where you're going. I see where your vision, but uh, I, I don't think that really blends well. At least not for me. No, it does, dude. Doing like, like a, a roast. This bro over
1: here doesn't even know what like carne asada even tastes like. Come on.
0: Okay, well, I, I'm just saying, that's not what I envisioning this thing be, <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll move past this, and we'll, let's get into the, um, uh, I hear what you're saying, the onion okay. soup mix, it's very but roasty.
1: Yeah. No, it's not. It's delicious. Mm-hmm.
2: I say you treat it just like we do with a lot of other meats. Like when we first got our hands on tri-tip, we just cooked the tri-tip, you know. <laughs> How however like, you want. Yeah, just like a, like we put it like a steak, and then we you wrapped the it. F- and it came out freaking amazing. You know what the first one
1: we cooked was? Huh. We cooked it like a brisket. Yeah. We, we went exactly. to 203 we cooked degrees. cooked it like a brisket. Dude, it was not amazing. It was like, what the freak happened to this? Like, am I wrong with this? Mm.
2: No, no, no. I just remember every tri tip we've ever cooked tasting amazing. Yeah. And well, being that's super because. That's, Maybe I missed the first one. That's because we went through a phase. <laughs> I the first one. Yeah. We went
1: through a phase of making them. We're like, well, this doesn't work. And then we started cooking them like steaks. And there was like, holy shit, this <laughs> thing's. So yeah. uh, that's a pro tip for you. If you're trying to cook a uh, tri-tip. You're not cooking it like a brisket. Everybody thinks it's like a brisket. It's not. Cook it like a steak. Get a good sear. And when I say good sear, I mean 700-degree sear. And sear the shit out of both sides of it. And let it rest. Put a lot of seasoning on it. It's going to need it. are probably looking at about a 45-minute cook. Best damn tri-tip of your life. Let's go. Mm,
0: there it is. Hey, good blog post. Um. Let's go and slide into the, I guess we're going to go pay some bills, and then we're going to slide yeah. into uh, Frank. I think Frank's got a couple of questions he's going to answer for the listeners.
1: Let's go. You know, smoking meats isn't just cooking. It's in our form. The aroma, those deep flavors, the patience, it's a whole
0: experience. And behind every great artist, there's the right set of tools. If you're aiming to build your own barbecue pit or dreaming of a custom design tailored just for you, SmokerBuilder.com has your back.
3: Led by Frank Cox, their expertise is unmatched. Offering blueprints, kits, and insights, they turn every barbecue dream into a flavorful reality.
1: Imagine your backyard, the center of attention, and at the heart of it, a smoker that's
0: uniquely yours. It's more than just equipment. It's about crafting those unforgettable moments, and with the guidance of Frank and his team, you're setting the stage for magic.
3: So whether you're a seasoned pit master or taking your first steps into the smoky world,
0: head over to smokerbuilder.com
1: Fill up your carts and be sure to use the promo code GRABTHEBRISKET in
0: all caps to receive your 10% discount. Smoke on.
3: Threw down some ribs last night. Used the Chicks That Smoke Spicy Rub. Mind blown.
0: Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like The Chicks That Smoke Spicy Barbecue All-Purpose Rub, dude, it it is a game changer for sure.
3: Yeah, if you folks have not given it a shot, you need to.
0: Honestly, your barbecue will thank you.
3: Chicks That Smoke, it's at SuckleBusters.com.
1: You know, whether it's a casual backyard grilling session or high-pressure world barbecue competition, one thing's certain, the drink by your side needs to be ice cold.
0: Absolutely, and that's where Yeti coolers come in. Every time I'm grilling in my backyard, I trust Yeti to keep things cold.
1: And in the midst of barbecue competitions, with all that heat and intensity,
0: Yeti's a game changer, ensuring those drinks stay chilled. So whether you're perfecting the burger flip or aiming for barbecue gold, Yeti's got your back. Here's to a cooler moments, no matter where you grill. Cheers.
3: Hey, you there. We've got a question for you. Are you tired of clickbait stories and the loudest voices driving discussions and culture and entertainment? If so, I'm Dylan, I'm Kendall,
1: and I'm Corey, and we host the podcast from the middle. We're middle-class guys living in the middle of America in the middle chapters of our lives with points of view somewhere in the middle.
2: We take a more reasonable and centrist approach in our discussions covering genres like comedy, culture, entertainment, and interviews with really interesting folks like business owners, comic creators, doctors, news anchors, New York Times best selling illustrators, professional stand up comics, and more. We really value a relaxed and conversational podcast, one that we hope is so fun and
3: laid back, you'll forget you're not actually hanging out with us. So search. At From the MidPod, just like it sounds, or check us out everywhere you can find podcasts.
4: Hey guys, Frank Cox here, the barbecue pit engineer, and I'm back with another episode of Frank Knows What's Wrong With It. So uh, doing this from my truck because I'm driving down actually to pick up barrels for my drum smoker, and I'm gonna go visit John. Well, John had a question from his mama, and he wanted me to answer. It's a refrigeration-related question. Um, so I hope this helps somebody out there that's got a question like this so she's complaining of like a bad flavor in her ice whenever she's getting ice out of her refrigerator and you know that's not a refrigeration problem necessarily it's actually a water related problem. Um, what typically causes this is going to be either something was done to the ice maker like cleaning it or something like that and there's a residual bad flavor from that or it could be that there's a taste and odor filter inside that ice maker or the water filter inside the fridge um, and that taste and odor filter is expired and so it's not pre-treating another flavor issue that's coming from the water lines or the city water or something like that. you can get these filters anywhere at uh, like Lowe's, Menards, any kind of thing like that, Amazon, whatever. And these filters have carbon in them and what they do is the water has to pass through this filter before it goes into the ice maker and fills the trays. So that will take out things like the chlorine flavor or any kind of additives that the water company putting in. Um, some plastic lines uh like plastic water lines are not lined with there's like a glass they call it a glass liner um for instance beverage tubing like soda systems and stuff like that they have a liner that prevents that plasticky taste from coming into uh the water as it's going through that line and sitting in that line waiting to fill up the ice maker again so anyway that's my advice Um, if your filter in your fridge for whatever reason is not compatible with a taste and odor filter, you can get one and put it under the sink or somewhere near that refrigerator where that water line comes from, and that will treat any city born or well water related uh flavor issues of any kind. Taste and odor filter, that's what that's called. You can get the housing and everything. So, anyway, guys, if you've got any question about food related stuff, be at restaurants or uh, barbecue trailers or just your pit that you're cooking on at home, whatever it is, I'm here to help you. Frank knows what's wrong with it. Just ask the brisket boys. They got the phone number here or the, you can hit them on social media and ask them your question. They'll get it to me and I'll answer it on one of these episodes. Appreciate you. Have a great day.
1: Frank does know. Just ask Frank. Uh, He does know. Like it's not even like a thing. Right? This is not a shtick. Everybody has, a, like, every show has a shtick, right? Like,
2: a thing. <laughs> I this try to tell people, like, you can just ask anything to This frame. is
1: not a thing. This dude is probably one of the smartest human beings when it comes to
2: barbecue. Like, he just knows. You I want to know, know I mean? though, was he driving down the shoulder? Was he, I, hit, he, was he was hitting those pups? bumps? 100%. Does it sound like he was uh, uh. <laughs> Was he going off-road there? I I think he has just a big Yeah, you can see it in the video. (laughs) I
0: think he's got a solid dually. No, it's a big truck. Big, giant trailer. He's got a
1: huge trailer. He's he's, He's picking up like 100-plus barrels, and he's taking it back, and he's reproducing badass pit barrels.
2: I mean, he knows what he's doing. You know, I put a bunch of raw shrimp in my my freezer, and all my ice tastes like shrimp. You yeah. know what? Why, Frank? Why, why is that?
1: Why is that, Frank? Why is that well, happening? That's because you you mixed your <laughs> shrimp with, with inside your ass machine. First yeah. of all, you gotta not yeah. be dumb. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and sh- shout out to Don't Frank though
0: so when, when he was here in town. Oh, we went um, and had uh, dinner with him to pick mm-hmm. up the barrels. We went and had dinner with he him. He
1: had the best fajitas of his life. We, we so we took him to Emma's in mm-hmm. here in Pearland. And hey, if you're not if you're not familiar with Emma's, Emma's is a local restaurant that we have here. They're not the most popular, right? They're, they're, by by any far, they're not the most popular. It's a beautiful restaurant. They do great. They do a great job of putting out the same food every time. But mm-hmm. their fajitas they're are so freaking good. Like they may have the best fajitas I've ever had. I think it's the best. Right?
2: Best fajitas. Best margaritas.
1: Oh, the margaritas! Killer. You cannot even. Listen, there's no restaurant in town putting up with those margaritas, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I will say, uh, I will say, my boy, bro, what just happened? Bro, what's happening? Man, we just hit a three-run home run. Let's.
0: Go. <laughs> We're <watching> Astros
1: Astros <laughs> yeah, right now. Astros just hit it. We couldn't see. This
2: episode's it. not going to come out to the Astros win the World yeah. Series, but you know, hey, you know, here we couldn't uh, see it but, it, but yeah. uh, there it is.
1: Yeah. No, I, I just think that I, I can't. remember, What was I saying before it, this? Well,
0: you got a taste of Emma's,
1: and then, yeah, yeah. Uh, Emma's. Oh my god, dude! I mean, I,
2: can we can we put he, it on our own?
1: He will listen. I'll try it right now. He will go home. And there was a moment where he's like, "Ah, no, it's not really like a really busy restaurant." When that food came out and he started eating, he was like,
0: "Okay, okay, okay." okay. Hey,
1: this is this is this might be this might be the best, right? Right. So
0: so very uh, excited and uh, um, glad to see him again. Uh, he loaded up a shit ton of those. Uh, 55-gallon uh, gal- drums, it. and he's, he's heading back super uh, home. Super 55. Super 55. So he's he's going to get those ready for the uh, the pending orders that he has and future orders. So definitely hit up smokerbuilder.com. Uh, I, I think we
4: got another question from
0: Frank. Let's go and hear that.
4: Hey, guys. Frank Cox here. I'm the Barbecue Pit Engineer. And I'm back with another episode of Frank Knows What's Wrong With It. So I'm driving down the road here, and I got a few minutes. So I decided to uh, answer a question from Alan Breisinger. I hope I said your name right because I'm trying to remember it. But anyway, uh, he asked about his wood whenever he's he's using a cheap uh, Oklahoma Joe or some kind of a, a box store offset. And whenever he adds wood to his fire, it puts off some like really heavy blue or kind of borderline white gray smoke whenever he adds a log to it. And he's trying to figure out how to mitigate that. And so uh, here's what I would do if I was you, Alan. Um, all you got to do is preheat your wood that's 99% of the issue is that you're putting a cold log in that firebox and when you do that the first thing we have to do is heat that wood up to the point of combustion also if there's any moisture or resin or anything like that in the wood for instance it's not seasoned wood um, like eight percent or lower lower moisture content it's gonna have to basically boil off. It's going to have to turn all of that into water vapor and then it's going to have to boil that out of that wood first in an effort to dry it further so that the wood can actually catch on fire up until the point where the wood is heated up enough to where most of that work is done drying out that wood and getting it hot enough to combust. Up until that point, it's going to smolder and kind of be white smoke blue smoke you know heavy blue smoke that kind of thing one thing that you asked in your question was would it help if you left your door open longer when you added that wood and yes absolutely but basically that's just going to make your coal bed get hotter and maintain a hotter air temperature inside the firebox some of that heat is going to escape out the door of your firebox um, which will make it not overheat in the cook chamber so that's a good solution too but If you always have a log or two logs on top of your firebox or even inside the cooking chamber preheating to the point like for 30 minutes or whatever to the point where it's time to add that on you'll actually pre-treat that situation before you put the wood on and it'll instantly catch on fire when you add it to your on top of your coal bed so anyway I hope that helped you Um, guys if you have a question for me just like Alan did here Uh, feel free to send it in look at somewhere on here the brisket boys will tell you that phone number or they'll read it to you when this is over make sure you get that phone number or message them or whatever and give me your questions i'll answer it see ya.
1: this guy has the answers he has the tools he's been doing it all of his life not just in smoking not just in like barbecue pits by the way it's his passion uh it's more of like his entire career uh, give us your best question. Let's just answer it for you.
0: Yeah. Uh, and we
2: definitely do what he mentioned, too, about putting the logs on the firebox or mm-hmm. even inside of it away from the fire just yeah. to kind of pre... yeah, Just
0: warming. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You, you got to watch out for the, these... Um, when you go to, like, the academies and the 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 Walmarts or whatever, and you're getting that just prepackaged wood, the the B&Bs and, and some of that yeah. stuff, that yeah. it, it's dry kilned. So mm-hmm. it, it just... For me, I, I, whenever I've used that type of wood, it does produce that kind of white, smoky yeah, flavor that build a smoke yeah. until it really just ignites and goes. So yeah, that, that definitely a pro tip from Frank there. You got to heat that wood up first, put it in there, it'll ignite, and you'll be good to go. Yeah, no white smoke.
2: <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere <laughs> with that. No, nope, that's it. No white smoke? Mm-hmm. No, nope, that's it. <laughs>
0: All right, and this brings us to the topic nope. of the day. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> what are we doing? So I, I heard the other day, this is something that kind of piqued my interest. It's something that, that I've kind of like have been playing around with um, when cooking briskets. And it comes down to it comes down to how long your meat is in the stall. Yeah. And it and it has a, a really Huge impact on what your finishing internal temperature is going to be for your brisket. So Does that uh, makes sense. It, so 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 break it down. Right. So
1: I, I hear what you're saying, but so, I want you to break it one break it down one more time. Say it again,
0: so but really quick. No, well, yeah, really quick. It, it's it's like when you cook low and slow, like 225 ish for all day. Yeah. Your finishing temperature is going to be like 195, but if you cook hot and fast, <laughs> hot temperatures. 205. Then, yeah, you got to go 205. You, sometimes you got to go a little bit higher than that depending on the cut of the meat. But for the just simple, just break it down just a little bit so that when you do low and slow, your, your meat stays in that stall for a long period of time.
1: It, you're, you're roasting it. But what is the uh, what what is the temperature for low and slow?
0: I'm going to say anywhere from like uh, 225 to maybe 250. I wouldn't go anything above 250 for. So I think 2 250 is almost like a hot and fast. Correct. Yeah,
1: like this is like a 225, 240, 235 temperature that you're going to maintain the entire time. Yeah. Right. You're talking. It's a 14 hour cook.
0: Yeah, but this right here is like it's really kind of just. It's not really indicative of. What temperatures you're cooking at but it's how long you stay in that stall because th- there's a reason why a lot of people cook hot and fast because it pushes through that stall as quickly as possible and then you then you wrap and then
1: I'm sorry i'm tender, and, and I, then, I didn't mean to yawn uh, but you're exactly right so th- th- there's a moment where you're you're cooking that way right but the 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 temperature of the brisket has not yes it may be hot but, mm-hmm. the, but it hasn't broken down, correct? And that's how you know, right? Mm-hmm. That's the difference between a brisket's been cooked really hot, really fast, and it may look really good. It may be, it, it, they may have rested it, but on those type of briskets, I think they require a a lot more rest. Mm-hmm. So it's not go to your cooler and put it in for three hours and start trimming it. either you're gonna you're not gonna have the same brisket had you gone. Twelve hours, so like those whole uh, meat um, warmers, mm-hmm. or your or oven, or the meat swaddle, right? <laughs> uh, no, so so the meat swaddle is great, but it doesn't it doesn't trap your brisket and keep it. it it's like for carrying, right? Yeah, you yeah, carry yeah. it from whatever. Yeah, you want the same temperature, one hundred percent. Carry it in there. I'm just saying that this is the moment where,
0: like, this is this is what separates. The good from the bad, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? No, no, I, I get you one hundred percent. It's, I, I've uh, I've tasted briskets that were cooked hot and fast, and it was pull apart. You can see, yeah, it you it can apart. pull it, but you bite into it's it, a texture and it's just thing. a very just a uh, dense, just mouthful. Yeah, um, you pull it apart, it, it's definitely not. How's the flavor? Uh, the the flavor is good. Flavor is usually good. Yeah, um, it's, so the texture is a little bit different than a low and slow type brisket.
1: Have you noticed right now when doing a brisket like that, and you notice the texture for like a brisket you did maybe a, a, a slower brisket, like at uh-huh. two twenty five, right? It diminishes the when you cook one that low, it diminishes the the, um, the seasoning because it's had so much time to to marry together, mm-hmm. right? that you don't get the pop, right? It's all blended, and you don't get that pop of, like, oh, my God, like, this is it's too salty. Here's this. You, all you get is like, it's really good, but you need a wow factor, right? You need So when the,
2: you're doing low and slower, you're making sure you're hitting with a little finishing dust at the end or something 100%. like that? 100 yeah.
1: So that was the next thing right there. So if you're not getting down with a finishing salt or a finishing seasoning, there's something wrong with you. And I'll tell you what we do is that we actually grind We'll grind up seasoning in a coffee grinder or something else that we can make it down to almost like a baby powder, mm-hmm. and we'll pinch and we'll just just top the top, right? Drizzle, just drizzle, drizzle the, top. the top, right? Mm-hmm. Pop, pop, pop. I'm sure right now it makes the world a distance, or, uh, it, it makes a world of difference. Yeah, distance. Huh. Yeah. Who says that? Go
2: you know, I've distance. never I've never had an issue with stalls, and I think it's because I went to the James Moore School of Brisket Cooking. Mm-hmm. It's hot and fast. It's hot and fast, yeah. and then usually when you hit you, you'd be hitting the stall. It's already wrapped up, so it's kind of like you it know just pushes just, through it. Yeah, it just pushes yeah. right through that stall. So that's why it's probably the best method
1: to cook a brisket.
0: So yeah. yeah, what so what I've been doing lately, I've been experimenting, and it's, it's nothing that I, I have ever I created. No, not you. Um, but I I'll, I'll I'll start cooking it the brisket. Been you. Uh, maybe I maybe I did. I maybe know you, know. You, you did do it, it James. Uh, so I'll start cooking the brisket around two seventy-five ish. I don't want to mm-hmm. do two I don't no, I'm sorry, two fifty. Two fifty-ish somewhere in there. I don't want to do two seventy-five, no. three hundred because nobody does. It cooks it. too quickly. Disgusting. And I want that outside yes. to develop that bark. Yep. So I'll Who do doesn't? I'll do two fifty and I'll cook it for probably about six to eight hours. And then when it gets to about the t- 170 mark one somewhere in that 180 uh where you think it's like in the stall or fixing to do whatever that's when i go to wrap it the color looks beautiful that's when i go to wrap it and then here's what i do i drop the temperature back down to 225 usually this is something that i can go that's a pro move i can go right into the oven because it's wrapped or I can go right into a, a uh, if you have a, a pellet smoker, or if you have some type of electric smoker that but, you can throw down there. You don't want to maintain. You, can, I, you like, don't want to maintain. I don't
1: want to maintain this. I right. want to go to bed.
0: You want to put that thing down. So yeah. I, I, I do the 225. I put the probe in there. And the, basically, it just makes it stay in that stall for probably about five hours or so. And then it'll start pushing out of it. And this is something that I've kind of struggled with uh, I kept, like, the first time I did it, I cooked it to 205. It was tender as hell. Mm. It was just a little too fall apart-like. And then the next time I did it, uh, I was like, okay, maybe I got to dial it back a little bit. So it I, was did, I did 200. Delicious. And it was delicious. It was juicy. Just still a little bit fall apart. So I was like, I got it. And this is where I kind of learned, okay, the longer it's in the stall... You, so ne- my next go-around, right I'm going to go about one and 195 on the pull and just see where that's at, see if we can get that no, money spot. So
1: mm-hmm. so you should not be cooking at 205 when you're doing that. You should cook to 195. If you're going to leave in a stall or leave in a warmer for anything over like six hours, then you, you need to push fast. You, you need to lower your temperature uh, as far as what you're pulling it at mm-hmm. and pull it at 195. Uh, and then you need to run six hours at at this, you know, 150, 160. because it, it's still cooking at that point and it's still gaining steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, is it good or not? Right? Is it? It's money.
0: Yeah. So I mean, that, that's one little thing that I learned over the weekend, or that I saw a video, I saw somebody do a video over, it and I was like, yeah. "Well, shit, that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been experiencing." Uh, on the last couple of brisket cooks that I've been doing. So I was like and, it, and you I'll didn't tell you right say now, anything? Well, somebody sort of stole I your I idea? Well, maybe somebody did. <laughs> oh my God, James. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, yeah, I don't know if they, they didn't still my idea. <laughs> this is something that's kind of like known I, out I know there,
2: what you what you mean, though, because, yeah, the last time the last time I was cooking a brisket, I I did the hot and fast method and mm. I pulled it when I was wrapping and put it in the oven to maintain it. But I think I did take it in the oven to like two hundred five or whatever it was. Yeah. So yeah. it did it did come out good, but it was just kind of like falling apart. Yeah. Now everybody roasty. who was eating it liked it's it. It's very roasty. Everybody liked it who was, I was eating like, it. Oh, but I, I was kind of like I wanted that to hold up. You wanted it you know? Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. And I'll tell you right now, I did this out of convenience. Uh, what is? No. Because I wanted to sleep. So I this is this is my timetables, guys. Listen up. Get your pen and paper out there. Let's go and write this. <laughs> down. Hey, the best
1: brisket of your life. Here it he goes.
0: Roughly around three to four
1: You say rom you rhymed at rough order of magnitude, you're like roughly <laughs> Roughly well, No. It's giving we take. want precise stuff. <laughs> How long, James? Three, okay, so three thirty five. Yes. Four go. o'clock. Four o'clock in the morning. Briskets on. No,
0: no. We're d- four, four o'clock in the afternoon. afternoon. You get off work. I get off work okay. at, at three. No, I'm 30. asking.
1: Listen, you don't have to
0: backdrop. Here's my time table. You keep <laughs> you my to.
1: balls on like listen, what times. I'm, I don't like, want to backdrop. I just want to hear what you're doing. I'll give you, you hours. Say, if you say four p.m., boom. I say four. Okay, at four p.m., he gets off work. He comes home and he does this. Go.
0: Okay, four p.m. I usually get my briskets ready. I start my fire yep. by six p.m. The briskets going on. Ah, It's going to smoke from 6 p.m. to midnight. That's six hours. Uh, Usually, I'm roughly at 250 degrees. It's from 6 p.m. You start start at 6 p.m.? 6 p.m. to midnight. That's six hours of smoke time. Usually, we're roughly around the 170, 180 mark. Color looks beautiful. Yeah. This is a time that I'm sleepy, and I'm tired, and I want to go to bed. So <laughs> Your body gave out. You're like, I
1: can't take it anymore. This is where
0: I wrap it. I got
1: too much alcohol in my system. Yeah.
0: This is where the, this is where you can play around with it, but this is where I wrap it. This is where I probe it. Yeah. It goes into the oven at 225 degrees, yeah. and I you're, set alarm. And you're done. And I'm done. I go to bed. Usually, the alarm pops mm. at 4 to 5 a.m. Hey, m. do you
1: get up and go check the door?
0: I go. I go there. I turn the oven off. And then I go Fuck. back to bed Dude. and you just let it rest. You you're let it, literally you let it coast. Okay. And when you get up around, I don't know, eight. Yeah. Ish. He goes,
1: get up around
0: eight. Yeah. I don't know if that's a real thing or like if people actually do that, throw but yes. it in the cooler, you can pull it out you can throw in the cooler yeah. and just, Hey, be sure to wrap it up. You're not throwing these on un- when I say wrap it up, make sure you put in a full pan if you're doing it in the oven. Yeah. Catch, Catch those juices. <laughs> Do we, we don't want that juice just getting all over that uh, oven and catching about. a fire to the house. Yeah. Are, are there any pelt so,
2: smokers that you can get to just cut like hit a certain like no. time or temp and no, just cut off? Uh maybe. Just to turn off. Like once it hits a turn it just cuts off. I don't know if I, that's a saying you can. I think
1: they, they put a timer on it. But I think it's like more for you to like, yeah. hey, yeah. Get, get
2: your I want shit one, together. Want, but then, yeah. then to, uh, if you could somehow eliminate having to wake up at like 4 o'clock.
0: No. There's nobody going to eliminate that. There's a way that, just to no, there's just not. cut it. Yeah, you know, there's I'm, sure you, not, I'm sure you can get like a raspberry that's not pie way. and you can probably yeah. program something. That's what I'm to where about. It'll raspberry just cut pie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just a little computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like hey, that. Hey, where do the... We're uh, going to develop this, okay? Trademark. Grab the
1: biscuit. Did y'all let all the food go or where did all that...
0: Food's gone, Jan.
2: Your, your <laughs> chips and dip you but brought over?
0: I got something better for you. <laughs> yeah. We got the grab and the brisket. There it is. Beer, Beer
2: review. Ba, ba, ba. You guys say how good that harmony was without John being here?
1: I know. John is the worst, right? I feel like he's
2: bringing it down. Okay.
1: I, I, I do have
0: to uh, go. To the little girl's room? Go ahead.
2: All right, James, what did you bring us today?
0: All right, so, I mean, obviously, I'm donning the... Uh, <laughs> The martin, martin house, house. The martin house shirt here so we definitely had to pick up one of the martin house brews this is the two can sleeve uh that i picked up over at our local HEB. uh let the people know what we got here
2: we got the queen de Mint, a whiskey barrel age mint stout i'm kind of looking forward to this because every time there's one of these boxes with the two cans in it for martin house I'm always questioning it based on what that is, yeah. like what they describe it as, and then it ends up being good. Yeah. So right. I have high expectations. Right. But yeah. they say uh, Quindam Mint is a whiskey barrel-aged imperial stout brewed with mint, chocolate, lactose, marshmallows, and vanilla. We hope you enjoy this liquid mint cookie. So I'm I'm immediately expecting this to be like a mint Girl Scout. Can, can we just... Right? It's
0: been a minute. There, there's your uh, thin drink mint. out here, Jan. Yeah, thin it, mint. It's been a minute since we've done a stout. It seems like we've been just on this train of just we've done a lot of them then we're like okay we're we're tired of it uh, so we okay yeah. i just smelled it
2: that Dude. smells like that smells like a girl scout thin mint for sure hey can
0: you can you just can, uh, we get a, can you just think just hey, uh, hey we, we talked about this earlier what do you think they use to make this the the, the <laughs> mint portion of it obviously they have to go to the the restaurant supply company or whatever wherever they get their ingredients in yeah. bulk what do you think they use to make the the mint the chocolate or, are they just no, buying like mint, mint Extracts.
2: It's a, it's a mint, and then bro. Just going yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, they're, they're doing Yeah, but you say a uh, mint. I want no, you to get a little more detailed. Listen, what kind of mint?
1: All I want to know right now is when I smell this, all I think about is me like walking my dog down the street, and some kid comes pulls up, like her and her parents, and like it's some like five year old kid wearing like a uh, a sash, right? Okay. And it's like, I'll hey, uh, we got. Girl Scout cookies. I'm like, mm-hmm. give me some of those Thin Mints, mm-hmm. right? That's what I'm thinking right now. This is this thing is. Go it smells one. like it should taste. I just don't know how it tastes. You know? Taste it.
2: Give it a taste. All
1: right, here it is. All right. it smells good. I I just don't want to drink it. I think it's gonna ruin it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you think it's not gonna be? As it's good not as gonna smells. be as good as it smells. It's this smells
2: phenomenal. What what is this again? Like what kind? Yeah. Whiskey barrel aged.
1: This is the clean day mint.
2: Mint. mint whiskey barrel aged mint stout. It's a, it's a lot smoother than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, let's see. I think Martin has been on the kick lately of very like smooth. very smooth whiskey barrel aged beers.
1: Oh, this is like, I feel like I just had whiskey.
2: You know it's what I like, mean? It's like it, it it's just like really alcoholic vinment. mint. Mm-hmm. It's a very like <laughs> high
1: like. alcohol it tastes very high alcoholic. Uh al- alcohol. Dude, it's 12%. No no wonder <laughs> why. Bro, this thing is twelve percent. This is like there's like bottles of wine that are six percent.
3: Mm.
0: I I like it. I'm taking it. Yeah. Of course you are. It's you're an smooth. alcoholic, James. Yeah. I I, I <laughs> yeah. love it. And yeah, it's definitely it's more kind of like Andes Thin mint. It's more that, more like yeah. I feel like I hear that. Yeah, yeah. no, I hear that. Yeah. Um,
1: what, what's the what's the one where they had the uh, the commercial where they they ski right? It's always cold.
2: You mean that the Andy Mint's? because it's the oh, Andes
0: No, that's the uh, the peppermint York Patties. Yeah, the York Patties. I bro. think this is more of an Andes. No, this tastes just like Andes. This is, this this is, is, like this Andy's is a York Patty. I'm
2: telling you, this is a York Patty. Jan, I want to do an oddball here and have you go first on this rating. Ready? Jan, go first.
1: Well, the alcohol is amazing. Um, <laughs> twenty out of fucking twenty. Uh,
0: honestly, I, I. It's like uh, Rick James, like <laughs> what was like? Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It is, by the way. That Queen of Mints, uh, a hell of a beer.
1: But uh, honestly, man, uh, this is a good beer. This is not the best beer. It, this this beer is. It's a 5 5. Whoa. Damn, that's very low. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's a 5 5. Yeah. Listen, it's a novelty beer. Like, I could drink one. There's no way in hell I'm going to the store and going, hey, give me a twofer. Let me. <laughs> hey. I already know I gotta drink one, but now I gotta drink two. Nah. That ain't so, to, me, to me I'm
2: I That's never I happening. never judge it based on could I drink a six pack nope. of it or not. You know, like to me this this is like a could you sit no, on it's, could you just enjoy yeah, it? This, this, is this, is like, yeah. this is
1: a tasty beer. I'm just saying this is not the beer. This is not the beer. I'll tell you what, if I,
2: if I just had a nice, uh, like, pasta that I made at home, yeah, and I want to sit back and just drink Get one of these, Andy's sip on it, man. like, you know what I mean, finishing my meal, I feel like this is a perfect after-dinner yeah. meal. Like, it like, is. You know what I mean, beer.
1: In a small glass. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, in a, it, maybe in a, like, When I say glass, I said glass, right? Like, real glass. Uh, but this is a beer that should be— Nobody's like, saying
2: you even have to drink the whole can. You can split this, this with somebody. Is
1: so, I know. It sounds crazy, but you can. This is do it. so barrel aged in whiskey, whiskied, Dude, this thing is like, it's like a shot of fucking. Uh, what's wrong
2: with you? Like, it's a perfect after dinner drink. Okay, there it is. I see. Hey, you I, heard it here I'm first. I'm going to go ahead and rate it right now. I'm yeah. giving this yeah. an uh, 8.7. Oh, my God. I, no, like I like this one a lot. It was lower when I had the first sip. The more I drink it, the better it's getting. Mm
1: James, I'm like on the edge right now. I just want to know what you're fixing to say. How good is this yeah. beer? I
0: almost was like Jan. Like don't th- be this, un- is, this is like a breakfast beer with the mint. <laughs> it's not <laughs> a, a breakfast break? beer. With the mint and, no. uh, and you, you basically just, you just brush your teeth and you really don't, oh, don't care. Man. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I like this. I like the chocolate mint combo. Yeah. I like the fact that it's barrel age. You get a little bit of that uh, that that whiskey that just no, it's not a little
1: bit. You, you get a mouthful of whiskey, end, it, a mouthful of whiskey, and you're like, "Huh, oh, I love it." Hey, what's next?
0: You, you you add your piece. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, you're right. All right, you're right, All right. You're right. Let, let, me, you're let right. me get into mine. Um, I think Matt is right there where I am, uh, I'm, but I'm going to go nine I like go. it. Good score. Solid. Good score. I will buy this again and I will like <laughs> yeah. Matt, Matt just like a, uh, what Matt said. I this is something that I could just on a uh either just an after meal after meal drink just yeah. uh just, just sip on it. Just sip. And that's it. Yeah. Money.
1: I don't have any problem with sipping. It, drinking it was very harsh.
2: You don't have to chug it, okay? That's what we're trying to tell you. You don't have to slam this beer. You can just Enjoy it. No, I drink
1: this beer the way I drink every beer. You are like I am never going to do it with any, my key yeah, exactly. And I am chugging it. Okay? I am chugging the shit. I am never going to do anything <laughs> different because you know why? That's the way I fucking drink. I can't drink chug beer. a twelve percent beer. Fuck yeah, you can. <laughs> I just did a second ago. I just drank the whole damn thing. Okay. You have All stuff in right. yours. Is, is breakfast beer a real thing? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a real thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, honestly, it may be the best. Hey, beer. Hey,
2: when you when you when you've woken up. And you have a brisket going at like two o'clock in the morning. No. And eight o'clock rolls around. You've already been awake for six hours. You're allowed to have your breakfast beer, okay? Yeah. You can but, have the but,
1: but, beer, but I, th- I think the breakfast beer was a different beer, right? It was a beer that just resonated with like you can drink that. A, well, for me, you, you for you me, that's drink a, that for me that's a rodler, a rodler, a rodler. So you, so there, I, that's a that's a breakfast uh, beer. Okay, like honestly, we're driving to work, right? We're all driving to work. You're in your car. I'm in my car. There's a point where like well, I don't want to drink that. I, I probably have a coffee or a, another drink or whatever else because alcohol just seems vile right now, right? There's a moment you think that. However, there's always that moment where you drink a drink, right? And you're like, huh, is that alcohol in it? <laughs> that, my new, that's my new breakfast fear, right?
2: Uh, well, I'm not drinking like a Coors that, Light in the morning like hmm? that. I'm not waking up and having that. So I don't, what What is it? Is that what you want? It's like, sometimes you're like, I just wish I had a Coors no. right now.
1: No, I, so I want So what does that a, breakfast beer to you? I, it's got to be savory. It's got to be sweet. It's got to be, uh, it's more of a, I think Saloon Door does a better job with it because they put out the beers that are so like. you like
2: their stouts. You're talking about a stout hell yeah,
1: for breakfast. Right. Mm-hmm. First of all, If you're not thinking about a stout to go to work in the morning, there's something wrong with you. Oh,
2: yeah. Right. Yeah. My bad. My bad. You're not trying trying to ruin your life. And you're not an alcoholic. (laughs) If you're not drinking a 12% barrel aged whiskey beer first thing in the morning,
0: there's something wrong with you. Yeah. I'll I'll go ahead and put a disclaimer out there breakfast beers usually only pertain to cook offs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Barbecuing and tailgating.
1: Yeah. And yep. Also, it also happens after hunting. <sighs> after like, hunting, hunting. hunting. Hunting is hunting. The hunting. One, yes. One, yeah. And hunting. It also happens after
0: I don't know, like five o'clock. But I, I did see there was a, <laughs> a. scientific study that was put out there. Um, I, I don't know. It's probably a Men's Journal. I, it, probably a, a nice, uh publicated scientific yeah. magazine. It was publicated or, yeah. or 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 it's website. Uh, but did did say that <laughs> drinking beer in the morning is probably the best time to drink beer mm-hmm. uh, the You'd australians hey the australians hey, yeah. you burn it off no. the, yeah.
1: the fucking australians have it right you burn it off you hey. have
0: time for your body to break it down and get the toxins out and all stuff like that instead of just like you just go to sleep
3: yeah
1: right right i see i see i see
0: oi <laughs> Oi oi. There it is. Sort
1: of
2: Bro, don't even think <laughs> like you didn't know I what think I did. think Germany whenever I say that. I don't think of uh, Australia when you say oh, that. Oh, really?
0: Mm. Well, that's weird. Mm. All right. Well, Sorry. Let's conclude the grabbing the brisket. Beer of you. I think we need to work on that cuz I think everybody tries Beer. to go into that What what's the uh the baritone? Mm. I think yeah. everybody tries to hit that baritone. You got like three, four baritones just trying to go down. Maybe
1: it's just us three. Somebody's going to go high. And John makes it better every single time he does it. Yeah, somebody's going to go to Michael Jackson. Just maybe like. John goes high every single time. <laughs> I'm just saying.
2: I don't think he can talk uh, high. You don't even you know what to. John's
1: doing right now. He's at his house. Yeah. What is John doing? I don't hey, know. He's hey, not having listen. fun with us. Listen, guys, I, 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 I want to hear, like, maybe, I don't know, like, that's a five, new segment. What like, is John doing? Five <laughs> things. What is John doing? Right? Just give us your best. What is John doing? Putting on the hotline. What is the hotline number?
0: I don't have that number in front of me, but it is flashing in front of the screen for you.
1: Okay. It's on the screen. If it's not, someone's gonna look up for you if you don't have a screen uh <laughs> to see it. But what is John doing? Does John even care? Let's just see what John's doing, okay?
0: This is a perfect segue to see we got uh, and listen and hear what our new uh, barbecue winner fail is. So let's hear that. Okay, so the winner fail has no audio. It's just video.
2: Okay, so we'll have to narrate it.
1: Where have you been the last
0: five All right,
2: five, we got a video, and there is no audio, so we're going to narrate months. it for
0: you. If you're five not years. watching on YouTube.
2: Right. Okay, so he's throwing down some ribs. Okay, oh, really? hang, uh, at, hang
0: some beef ribs. Who is this?
2: I didn't see what that sauce was. Ooh, 1836. So we've done mustard? that before. Yeah. yeah. We've That's hit that. You need
1: more, more seasoning.
2: Yeah, that look like it could use more seasoning.
1: Yeah, way more seasoning. Like you're missing it, bro. If you listen, you're gonna hang it, but if you're gonna hit this thing. Okay, oh, caught
2: fire. Okay. Oh no! Oh, 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 it just literally oh, caught fire. in went the, the trash. trash. Mission failed. <laughs> it looks. It looked like so good to start. Honestly, he. Uh, this is
1: like probably the best video. Wait, right so here? how did it
2: catch fire like yeah. that? What? How did it just Dude, catch in flames? Pork is greasy. That was beef. That yeah, was that yeah, was beef ribs. Uh, beef is greasy. Uh, that
0: I don't know. Something else was going
2: on. No, one hundred percent. Seasoning catch fire or something? No, I, I think
0: it's just. I think his fire just got too hot. I think he had a party. I just never. You, I've, no, I've seen you burn stuff. I've
2: never seen a rack of ribs literally on okay, fire.
0: I got this. Well, see that particular <laughs> that particular cooking apparatus. If we can go back, can we play that again, <laughs> uh, bro? <laughs> apparatus. <laughs> 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 apparatus. Apparatus. I like that. Word. Oh, that's hey, one of those like ones that. If, like, if I thought it like, huh? collapses, like The bottom of it, it can close down. So I'm wondering if he closed it down too far where it just got too close to the fire. Nope. Or did he get just drunk? Just watch it, James. Did he drink too much and forget about it?
2: No. Was that was that a, a barbecue sauce that he put on there to begin with? What was that? Uh, it's,
1: it's, like, it's a Worcestershire uh, sauce. So w. this thing drops down. That's W. It, oh.
2: See how lower it is? Oh, yeah, because it did look like it got
1: Oh, uh, No let see through you know what? hey uh, you,
2: you should have ate that anyway that's why i say no I, honestly I, I think it's
1: somebody going, you know what i got it tonight <laughs> tonight Did you see is the caption, my night though? hey it's, tonight
2: is my night the caption says when you get caught watching a disney movie yeah i'm i'm assuming it says i'm assuming that says like with your daughter or something like that yeah, i'm, I'm assuming, what, assuming this dude's not just watching a disney no, movie on his own
1: you're 100% you're correct so you click on that but this is the night where he goes hey i'm going to go hand it i for can't a
0: it's a video Oh okay, okay.
1: yeah! We can't, hey, listen, this guy is like, I got this, no big deal. This is the craziest thing in my life, my kid, this that, boom. But watch him go through the motion. I mean, can't help feel like you can't help but like feel. I don't know. Like, I'd help you out, but I have no idea where you're going. Yeah, he said. I mean, no, you, you you don't have to help me out. Uh, I I just think that uh, I think there's maybe, a lot of maybe there's a lot do. of anger exactly. involved
0: yeah. with him purchasing meat and just like going. Well, st- that's not straight the, that's to the, not pit the take into the no, trash.
1: That's not the take. The take is more of like, bro, you knew better. You knew he,
0: better. He just, you just
2: he 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 just missed, forgot about it. That's all yeah. that happened. He forgot. He maybe maybe he was it was
0: instructed incorrectly. Like maybe maybe his, his neighbor like all you gotta do is just put it on there, drop it down, and you set <laughs> it, and forget no. it. No, set and forget it. You don't know, have to Dude, check it for hours. If you look, and at the it pit, comes back for hours, and it's like charcoal.
1: That pit is legit. Mm. Yeah,
2: but he I tell you what, and you know what? Those beef ribs weren't cheap either. No, that's a sad thing. No, about I, know. That. I know. Yeah, that's not some eight dollar rack of pork ribs. That's you're
1: right. You're right, man. Because, because honestly, that dude put out. He put out. Like it's not his fault. Like, he put out.
2: Anyway, do we know who? Do we? <laughs> like, I mean, who who say, is that? Is it uh, Smoke Point?
0: Q? do I you mean, say Smoke it like point that? It's weird. I think it's something that John found on uh, TikTok. Okay, we'll we'll have a link to, uh, down below, or we'll tag him uh, yeah. in the video. John, john John'll do his thing. Uh, but uh, Jan, what? what Obviously the guy was using the 1835, 1836 thirty six, uh, yeah. Uh Suckle buster. So yeah. but also you're going to win another Sucklebusters, sucker busters. Everybody wants some sucker buster. And I feel like you
2: should get the eighteen thirty six in honor of that video. You know what I mean?
1: Honestly, I should. Uh and it's a good seasoning. Yeah, or the chicks it really smoke. is. You can get the chicks that smoke you as could. well. Try that out. Do maybe you maybe it's
0: not as flammable as the other <laughs> seasoning. Uh, well, that's not true. That that is not true. Uh, we have no idea, but
1: like, we're mad scientists. We have no idea how our seasoning actually affect fire. Okay, yeah. So now,
0: I see a lot of like hodgepodge people out there trying to find different stuff to light on fire to use as fire starters. Yeah. So now the biggest thing is Doritos. Doritos. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, here's just your a chip. handful of Doritos. You light that on fire. That's your fire starter. Hey,
1: Alfragoni made that possible. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Hey, you know what else? Like the Cushing in my couch. Yeah. Light hey. that on fire. Or I go into it. Hey, a, hey, a, hey can crackers. Now I'm raw burn crackers. Magicians. Now. Yeah. now
1: we're all magicians. We got like huh, huh, click, right. boom, boom. I'm Just gonna bust open
0: a can of beans yeah. and just dump it on the grill and I'm just gonna just get a big giant <laughs> torch and just like it's like now we got flames. I'm like, come yeah. on man. Hey,
1: guess what? Even concrete burns, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Hey guys,
0: if you yeah. have a chance and you don't have anything going on, go yeah. slide on to the grabbing the brisket website. Go go check out our YouTube channel, go t- check out the Spotify playlist. Uh, uh w- the, the the actual and I got this earlier today. I was like, "Hey, where can I see your podcast or where can I listen to your podcast?" And I'm like, "Hey, it's everywhere, bro. Like you just can listen
2: the, anywhere, and YouTube for the video. I think I
0: just tell everybody just, and this is this is me because I, I'm I'm just in that that mindset just of know. just googling. You just want to? I'd like just Google, just Google, it. grabbing the brisket, yeah. and yeah. it's gonna pop up. Go like, here. I Google myself all the time, and, uh, and it just shows up hey, like boom. There. How there do he is. we
1: get a Wikipedia? I think like, you, get, you have to you lobby
0: create your own one. You get a lobby a yeah, uh,
1: probably like, nah something happen. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Anyways, hey. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I think John missed a perfect night to come here and hang out and just drink barbecue with us. He didn't make it. Mm. But, but guess who did? Everybody else. Raul.
0: <laughs> Roll. <laughs> hey. Roll. He made it. I'm I'm here. I'm always here. There Let's he go, baby. Uh, i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say what 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 you always wanted to say say. say. let's go but hey it's been great talking barbecue with you thanks everybody we've been great cheers guys As we close out, big thanks to SmokerBuilder.com and the MBBQA for their unwavering support.
3: Absolutely, and cheers to Barbecue News Magazine, Suckle Busters, and Dow Strong Knives for their contributions.
0: And you know Yeti always has our back in Coolie Nation and ensures our drinks stay perfectly cold.
3: Lastly, props to Cambro Manufacturing and, of course, a spicy night to Chicks of Smoke Seasoning. Thanks to all for powering this show.
0: Until next time, keep smoking.